Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online and we'll do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Um, the numbers are, uh, we're looking at 860-522-WTIC uh, um, and 1-800-966-WTIC. So feel free to get online and we'll do our best to uh, help you out uh, until 11 o'clock. And usually the early part of the program, the lines are far fairly open. Near the end, you guys all wake up and uh, the lines are all jammed up. So uh, feel free to get online early if you want to. So in the, in the continuing saga of the uh, slowing iPhones, um, the chairman of a U.S. Senate committee overseeing business issues asked Apple to answer some questions about its disclosure that it slowed older iPhones with, uh, with batteries that are starting to get older or failing. Um, this is uh, Senator Thune. And uh, basically, uh, he is looking for a few things to be answered. Um, Thune asked if Apple considered making a free battery replacement available. <laughs> free battery from Apple. <laughs> free anything. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, off, or offer rebates. Is he a Democrat? No. <laughs> um, offering rebates for because he's a chair of the, of the committee. Um, and, of course uh, – you know, he wants to get an answer for that. Of course, either rebates or some sort of free battery for folks who. I think the government should subsidize price. it. <laughs> yeah, right. He also wants to know if Apple notified consumers of the throttling feature. That is what it is, according to Apple, in software updates, which slows the phone, and if customers have the option of declining the update. <laughs> yeah, right, Apple declining the update. Good luck. Uh, they pushed that out pretty hard. Uh, good luck on that one, Senator Thune. Um, so he wants some of these answers by uh, January 23rd. We'll see uh, just how fast. But uh, uh, basically, again, the issue is your your older iPhones, you, you've known it. You're like, hey, my phone is running so slow. You know, it's an iPhone 7. I bought it about a year ago. <laughs> it's running really bad. I should go out and get the latest one. Um, so again, Apple, the slogan is it just works. But they are not telling you why it's slowing down. Well, a lot of people think, too, because you don't have a back that you can take off the back, that you can't change the batteries. Once the batteries go bad, then the the, the device is no good. So that may be inaccurate, but that's, that is what, yeah, that's you, what people think. Right. You can change the battery. Um, and we've actually put links up there on our site so you can take a look at how to change batteries. But again, the problem is Apple uh, did not let you know what they're doing. They told, They can tell you anything else about you except that their own battery needs to be replaced. I mean, even your smoke alarm chirps when it needs to have its battery replaced. Not an iPhone. <clears throat> Heck no, that's too hard. That's too hard to figure out. This was kind of interesting. 
Again, this is not Apple Bash Day, but it is what it is. Uh, a man has been charged over super creepy Apple Mac spyware. I know, I know, Apple Mac doesn't get viruses, uh, but it does. And basically, um, the Department of Justice unveiled an indictment against a 28-year-old North uh, Rolaton, Ohio resident, Philip Jurinchansky, who was not only accused of spying on Apple Mac owners via a, a program he called Fruit Fly. You know, you've heard the old saying, being a fly on the wall. And then, of course, it's an apple. So he called the virus Fruit Fly. Uh, so he's uh, been accused of spying, but of also producing child pornography using the technology. So what this guy, what this creep was doing was turning your, your Apple Mac computer into a recording device where it would turn on the camera in your home, turn on the microphone, and he would start collecting data of whatever you're doing at home. And he's done it for 13 years. He mm. allegedly affected thousands of American computers. You mean kind of like what the NSA does with uh, <laughs> Alexa and, and Google Home? Kind of. <laughs> this is done on a Mac, the thing that you think can't be hacked. So uh, this, they don't not really understand how the, the software found its way onto, militia, um, onto these um, Apple devices. Um, but it infiltrated PCs at companies, schools, police departments, government. Um, I'll put the link up here for you from Forbes, and you can read the whole thing. Um, but uh, the, 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 don't assume that just because you have an Apple, it's it's immune to viruses. I've been saying this for a very long time, and this indictment should wake you up a little bit. Um, Fruitfly was capable of stealing files, pilfering passwords, and as well as turning on the microphone and camera. So uh, he's you know, been charged uh, for doing this. So I'll put the link. You can read it yourself. And uh, the, the key here I'm trying to make sure you're aware of is don't, don't trust any of this technology to keep you safe. Uh, you can't. It, I know how the sausage is made, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, just because they say they're not going to get a virus, uh, they can. And, uh, and it has happened here. And this guy is a, a, a creep of all creeps using the fact that you think your Apple doesn't get viruses uh, against you. One more article. This is a, has a Connecticut connection. A Connecticut man has pled guilty to a felony of computer hacking and is charged related to a 2014 Celebgate is what it's called. But really we know it as the fappening. It's when uh, all those iPhone naked nudies were put out. And it turns out it was a, a kid here in Connecticut who actually hacked all those iTunes, iCloud accounts. His name is George Garofano. He's of Northford, Connecticut, and he's pled guilty um, to literally hacking into these celebrities' um, iCloud accounts. And he would use just a phishing scheme, basically tricking them into giving him his username and pa- their usernames and passwords. And then he, of course, would have access to their accounts, and he would download whatever pictures they took on their iPhones, some of them salacious, and uh, put them out there for all to see. So it's a Connecticut connection to that. Um, who would have thunk it? And he's um, uh, pled guilty um, to violating <clears throat> the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act. And um, basically he's uh, charged in Los Angeles. Of course, that's where all the celebrities hang out. So I'll put that link up there for you as well. But it's interesting that there's a Connecticut connection to the fappening. <clears throat> and in one other piece I wanted you guys to know, a study that was just recently done, funnily enough, is the headline, Small Town Broadband 
cheaper than big cable packages, says Harvard Eggheads. This is from my favorite uh, um, tech blog out there, the, uh, the Register. Um, a study in the U.S. has found that uh, where they're still allowed, municipally owned broadband networks are likely to deliver customers a better value than what the cable giants offer. Uh, the research uh, conducted by Harvard University's Berkman Klein Center for Internet and Society found that over a four-year period, homes that were connected to a community-owned broadband network frequently spent less on their service than those connected to a private commercial carrier like Comcast. I don't really need to even tell you this study. I mean, we had Whip City Fiber in here from Westfield, Mass., just up the street, where they're offering their residents 1,000 megabits of high-speed broadband for 69 bucks a month. So you didn't need a study from Harvard. Sign me up. Yeah. I want to move. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm a little skeptical of government being able to do things well, if you've listened to my program. <laughs> but if they're going to come out and compete with the big boys, giving us alternatives, the more alternatives we have, the more competition we have driving down the cost. If, uh, if Web City can do it for 69 for 1,000 megabits, and you're probably looking at your bill now, you're probably paying 69 for 25 megabits, you know you're being charged too much for your service. And uh, there's a happy medium in there. And uh, we just need more competitors. So uh, Harvard has conducted a study formalizing the fact. Um, I'll put it up there for you guys to read. And uh, but and we're trying in East Hartford, going to be getting some sort of broadband uh, coming in, uh, which is going to be interesting. Um, they're they're battling with all sorts of folks, including the incumbents like Frontier and Cable and Comcast. And believe it or not, the folks that hang the wires, they're battling with those guys who don't want the the uh, incumbents to be uh, impacted by less expensive internet. But guys, we got to we got to offer us some some alternatives here, some some uh, just in, in general to be able to to have options besides just the two broadband providers in the area. And uh, if municipals municipalities are going to do it, great. Yeah, and as long as it doesn't impact the community, where if they fail, they're they're harmed. You know, you look at the thing like the stadium in Hartford. I mean. That you know is doing great as far as people watching it, but it was a failure as far as the cost. As long as it doesn't impact the taxpayers, I'm all for it. We don't want municipal broadband to, to be a, a thing like that stadium. So we'll see what happens with uh, municipal internet. Well, uh, look what happened to telephones when they broke up the AT&T tech uh, monopoly. I mean, if they didn't do that, we'd still be on those wired phones that were 100 years old. And they'd be renting them to you still. And they'd be renting to them <laughs> to us. <laughs> For 25 bucks a month. Made by Western Electric. <laughs> right. Well, you're right. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll put more, um, uh, we'll talk about a little bit more in the technology news world. We have four lines wide open for you. Feel free to get online. 800-953-1080 and 522-WTIC. And uh, feel free to get online because the early part of the program is always wide open. And then by the end, you guys are calling us like crazy. So, this is a good time to get on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. Let's go off to Jeff in uh, Norfolk, Connecticut, I assume, right, Jeff? The icebox? Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's going on? The whole place was a glazed donut this morning. <laughs> it's frozen over, huh? Yep. Uh, I just had a quick question about my iPad 2 the Mini. Yep. 
Um, I'm getting these horizontal ghosting lines across everything. Does that just mean I need a new screen, or is that a battery issue? It's a couple. I mean, it's a couple years old. Yeah, it's probably a screen problem. Um, any kind of ghosting or display issue would be a screen issue. And uh, it's iPad two. Yeah, that's been out for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's a good little machine. I like oh yeah, it. yeah. No, it's great. But it looks like you do. You may have some issues with your LCD screen. That I could, you could, you could bring it back to the uh, the Apple folks and see if it's worth repairing. Um, there might be. Uh, actually, they only offered to replace it with a with a refurb. They won't repair it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they'll just take it back and give you a different one. Right. So. Exactly. Um, but I didn't know if you know if it was possible to go through a third party vendor and get a screen put in the thing. Or it might be. There are shops popping up. Um, so the answer is it might be. Um. There is one in, even in Southington that I noticed uh, right there. Uh, if you get off of Queen Street, there are, uh, there's a, a shop that specializes in repairing iPhones and, and devices like that. You may want to take a look at it. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Actually, I think it's called Mobile Rescue. Oh, okay. I'll have to take a ride down there. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Jeff. Actually, right, you guys have a great day. You too. They actually sell them on uh, eBay and, and uh, the other, other sites. To repair, to repair the screen? To repair the screen. Yeah. Or so replace it. Nowadays, based on what you've heard with what's going on, you should at least try to figure out if it's worth repairing. Same thing with laptops. I mean, laptops, you know, we've, we've had the issue where if the laptop's four or five years old, sometimes it doesn't make any sense to get a new, a new screen, but you should at least investigate it. Let's go on to Mark and Granby next. Hey, Mark. Hi. Uh, yeah, it's Mark, one of your uh, customers. Oh, hey, Mark. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm I'm good. Uh, woke up early this morning, yeah. and um, my wife's computer. Um, there was a screen on there said uh, it couldn't start. I mean, nobody turned it on. It turned itself on, mm-hmm. and it basically uh, is trying to fix itself. I tried rebooting it multiple times. Yeah, uh, this is an older Windows Seven machine, mm-hmm. and uh, so my question has to do with. I looked at a Dell. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, it, this is a new machine. Yeah. Um, I think it's the i7. Okay. Is it? Um, Windows 10, but i7, uh, it's Windows 10 Professional. It's right. It's 64. I'm doing this from memory, but yeah. it's like 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that in the right ballpark? It, yeah. So I think it, I'm trying to remember how much RAM it had or. Hopefully it's got eight or more gigs of RAM. Yeah, I think it definitely had more than eight. Yeah, yeah, that's in the right ballpark. Is there anything else to look for? That um, look should... at the hard drive types. Uh, we like to use uh, hybrid drives in our in our machines that we build uh, that are both solid state and um, traditional to give you a faster boot. Um, you may not find that in the lesser uh, the lesser uh, machines. So that would be now, one thing. Does that mean it has two drives? It has both a hard, like a mechanical drive and um, SSD? Or is it one? It's one drive, but it has a technology combined in the drive. It's called a hybrid. Now, you can also buy separate SSD and, and traditional drives, but for uh, your wife's machine, you don't, you don't need something like that. But I would, I would look at that and make sure you're getting either an i5 or an i7, 8 gigs of RAM. Yep. Eight gigs of RAM is what you'd look for, and uh, you know, how if the machine you're looking at that's failing is upwards of that five or six year mark, it does make sense to replace it if it's under. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be that old. Yeah, and it the drive had been making some funny noises when it started. Now it doesn't make that noise anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the drive might have finally kicked. Yeah. So. All right. Great. All right. You guys have a good day. You too, Mark. Thanks. 
Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Moving on to uh, Patrick in Farmington. Hey, Pat. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Uh, I have a question. I got an email from uh, CRES, uh, which is Cisco Registered Envelope Service, asking me to click on something and activate uh, an account. And it just had my email. And unfortunately, I did that. Oh. And, yeah. And uh, as soon as I did it, I hit a stop the registration process. It says to cancel if you wanted to stop the registration, you can hit cancel, which I did, but I really have no idea what I signed on to. I Googled it, and it said it encrypts medical information, and companies use it for, for encrypting medical information and so forth. Oh, boy. So <clears throat> so the key is here is if you are working with if, – if this is a legitimate email, yeah. um, you, have, you might be working with a company that is offering encrypted email back and forth between you. So you may want to reach out to that person that sent the email to you and say, hey, did you send me an encrypted email? Okay. Uh, well, yes, it says uh, do not reply. So. And, but there's no indication of any kind of sender for you besides uh, just Cisco? Besides uh, Cisco. It says if you want to know more, it's got a res.cisco.com slash website slash about. There should be more information. If this is legitimate, it would come from somebody who would be, be more identifiable. It would say, uh-huh. hey, Patrick, I'm sending you an encrypted email. Please register with this link, and then you'd be able to receive the encrypted email. Because it's so cryptic and not really telling you where it's from, um, I would treat it as spam for now and, and uh, junk and uh, not continue the process. And then if oh. somebody wants to send it to you again that is actually legitimate, the a, the a, they need to do a better job of letting you know it's coming. Okay, well, I, I think, you know, that I did activate it, or I hit the activate uh, 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 button, mm-hmm. and uh, after I did that, I hit the cancel, but I, I, I don't know if it's been activated or not, or if it's phishing or spam or whatever. Right. Uh, there was no uh, no password or anything connected with this, so right. uh, I would love to be able to kind of undo everything that I've done, and normally I don't do this, but uh, I was... Yeah, what were you thinking? Be- uh, well, I wasn't, obviously. <laughs> That's okay. That's how this all works. That's how phishing schemes work. And again, this could be legitimate. Um, uh, if they're offering any kind of mail encryption services, there's many mail encryption services, if this is what this is, mm-hmm. uh, it could be legitimate, but they would do a better job of telling you. However, there are also encryption tools that are used to turn your machine into a, into a ransom system where they would actually lock up all your data. Uh-huh. So anytime you're messing with encryption, you really need to know what's going on. Okay. Um, so you could always go back to a recovery point if you wanted to in your operating system. So if it did any software loads, yeah, this is uh, this is on my uh, iPad. On your iPad, uh, you're probably yeah. you're probably fine then. Uh, real okay, yeah, because I, um, so I, I just did that on my iPad. Okay, you're probably fine. There's there's not a whole lot that the system, uh, that a tool like that's going to do to your iPad. Okay, generally. I, I, on my, I have a desktop and I, I ran a malware bytes this morning and they yeah. found nothing. Yeah, you're fine. So I think you're actually okay, Pat. I think you dodged a bullet if it was malicious because you did it on your iPad. Because generally, they're going to have le- a lot harder time trying to affect that that uh, Apple iPad than it would a PC, unfortunately. Okay, and I really don't have anything on it that uh, is of any value on my iPad. That is so. Right, but I'm glad you had gave it. You it gave you pause, and I'm glad uh, you you thought a little bit more about it. A little too late, but at least yeah, uh, the next uh, time so, you're going to think. Yeah, as I edited, I said that was wrong. Yep, so. exactly. All right, I enjoy your show, guys. Thank you very much, and uh, I feel a little better now. All right, Pat, thank you. Have a good day. Bye. You too, bye-bye.
I'm going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open. Fred and Wallingford, if you could hang on, we'll get to your call after the news. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be right back. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, let's get right to your calls. We've got Fred in Wallingford next. Hey, Fred. Hello. Good oh. morning. I do appreciate your show. Thanks. Uh, I just want to share my experience in trying to, uh, underline, trying to get my Apple uh, iPhone 6 battery yeah. replaced. Yeah, what'd you got? Uh, I went on to the website mm-hmm. to make an appointment with the Genius Bar in New Haven. Yep. Uh, I specified a specific time and indicated that I'm coming because I have two iPhones, my wife and myself, uh, to replace. Yeah, the, the batteries. I arrived there. The place is just teeming with uh, people in red shirts from Apple and a lot of people. Uh, the bottom line is when you get there, they don't have the batteries. Oh, you're kidding. They made the appointment, and then they didn't have the, the battery there for you? Correct. They said they had some batteries in the morning. I was there in the afternoon. Oh. And sorry, but uh, they ran out. Um, and what they did is they did a test of both our iPhones to see if the battery was good or bad. And one of them was, was marginal, one was good. Yeah. Then they said, and I said, okay, what am I going to do? And he said, well, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put in a work order for two batteries to be shipped to the New Haven store yeah. with your serial numbers on it. Nice. When you receive that, you have five business days to arrive at the Apple store. Wow. How many? How much trouble does it take to change a battery, huh, Fred? Well, it doesn't. Well, it's, and you have <laughs> to leave your iPhone there for two hours. Yeah. Two hours, huh? Two hours. <laughs> and uh, you come back in two hours. In my case, it's uh, two iPhones. It'll be four hours later. Wow. And... Uh, They'll be, they'll, they will then charge me the $29 plus tax per, per battery. Yeah. Um, and uh, if I don't show up in the five days, um, they will uh, take my battery and assign it to whoever else that they want to. Right, right. Um, okay. Uh, but there, there were, I would say, most of the people in the store that time were going through the same process I did yeah. of going through all this process and uh, uh, why they didn't have enough batteries, why they didn't anticipate more um, I have no idea, but... Uh, well, doesn't that sound like a common refrain? Yeah. Why didn't Apple have enough iPhone 7s? Why didn't Apple have enough iPhone 8s? Why didn't Apple have enough iPhone Xs? They they produced that shortage on purpose. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. It sounds like they're and not stuck. Why did, I, why did I specify in my request to them, to their genius bar, right. uh, why I was going to be there, and why didn't I get a response back saying, uh, sorry, Mr. Hyman or Mr. Smith or whatever, yeah. you didn't get... You're, I can't accommodate you on this day because we ran out of uh, batteries. And please schedule something else, or you know. But. So, Fred, you you, under, you appreciate the irony of this, right? This is again the company that's selling you this great piece of technology, and they can't even schedule a battery replacement. I know. So that that's the that's the part that drives me bonkers. You, and you appreciate their company. You pay a premium for their product, right? And, and that's how it works. Right. It's now been almost two weeks since yeah. I had this episode. Yeah. Still have not received the email with my confirmation that a battery has arrived. I, right. I can't believe that a battery has not arrived at the Apple store in the last two weeks. You can't? <laughs> well, uh, I can. <laughs> right. 
well, Fred, they want you to sell. They want to sell you a new phone. I mean, that's the whole problem with this. That's what's insidious about this. The fact that you even had to go and bring your phone to them and have them go through a special test. Remember, the, the, the piece of, of hardware in your pocket is supposed to be the lightest, thinnest, fastest thing at the time and so smart and so intelligent and so great, but it doesn't know its battery is old? You, you can't tell me that Apple, the smartest company on the planet, can't put a little piece of software in there to say, hey, Fred, your battery's old? You can't tell me that. That You have to, have to waste a moment of your time to go to the fruit stand, as I call it, yeah. to have them tell you your battery's old is horrible customer service. I just share this for those people who think when they make an appointment to this, because you have to make an appointment. I'll bet you they're doing this. Battery replaced, uh, yeah. Be uh, aware. Suddenly increase the volume of batteries going to the stores that yeah. uh, you're probably going to be in a situation where you'll get a promise to come back right. at some later time and uh, get it installed. The key really, it really is, Fred, the key is, like you found out, one is fine and the other one's marginal. Right, so one you don't have to do technically, and the other one you should. The get the whole key really is is Apple's devices should be like, hey, replace my battery. They should be chirping like a smoke detector. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Fred. Thanks for the story. Bye bye. Bye bye. It, that's the whole point I'm trying to make with these I, guys. I still think that they're doing it on purpose to make people want to get a new phone. Oh, of course. Because, okay, you make the appointment, you come down. Oh, you and see these pretty I, new phones here. But you know what? <laughs> Can I interest you in a new model, sir? <laughs> they ran out of batteries. Well, I would contend maybe they didn't have any batteries. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what his that's what his more uh, issue is too. Let's go to Dennis in Glastonbury. Hey, Dennis. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to share a story. I've I'm, I figured around the house mechanically, but I've never done anything with my iPhone. But uh, I had an iPhone five. Yeah. And I saw that there's an app called Battery Life. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Uh, clearly, I'm not. So there's an app on the iStore that's not from Apple, I assume. It's a third party? Correct. It's yeah. battery life. It's easy to load. Yep. And it, uh, it shows the strength of your battery. Awesome. And, and, and mine showed at 56%. Gotcha. So every time you filled it up to full, you really were only right. filling it up 56%. Oh, no, no. It showed it at 100%, but 56% was the strength of the battery. Gotcha. So it would it would drain quickly or so perform poorly. Gotta, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I got curious. I went on Amazon, and um, <clears throat> I, I ran the risk of me making a mistake by pulling my iPhone apart, but I did it anyway. And yeah. For 15 bucks, I got a, a battery in two days. $15, yep. It came with all the tools. Yep. I mean, really good tools. <laughs> and uh, yesterday, it took me probably 15 minutes. Yeah. I, I followed a YouTube instruction. Yep. I changed the battery. I went on the Battery Life uh, app today, and it's 100%. So this is an iPhone 5. It's an iPhone 5, correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah, if you want to email us uh, at gethelp at tabinc.com, yeah. I'd love to share that, that app information for those Apple folks who are getting getting had out there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that'd be great. Great. Thank you for the story. And, if only, if, and you're saying, are you handy or are you not handy? I'm not handy. I could break oh. anything. Oh, I can, I can do stuff around the house. Okay. You know, but I, I've never done anything. You know, I've never opened my computer. I've never opened my – I was very reluctant to open my phone. Yeah, but that's but, half dead anyways. If you go on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's really self-instructive. I mean, there's 100, 100 uh, videos how to change the battery. Right. It's right. really easy. It's so, like a suction cup and a paper clip, right? Isn't that what you need? <laughs> you need a suction cup, <laughs> yeah. but you need, you need some really tiny, tiny screwdrivers. I felt like a, a surgeon. Yep. But, but they gave you all that in that $15 kit. I mean, it was amazing the stuff that you get in the kit. Well, I would call you a genius, technically. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. They call it, they call any app, anybody who can open an Apple device is a genius in their store. So you're now a genius. 
So, so get help at what? Get help at tabinc.com, and then we can share that specific app that, for some reason, Apple hasn't developed for themselves, but you need a third party. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, you go on the App Store, it's just battery life. Awesome. Dennis, thank you for the information, and sure. if you could send that to me, that'd be great. We'll, we'll share that link. Terrific. Okay, have a great day. You too, Dennis. Yep, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. So there it is, guys. An iPhone 5 can be rejuvenated. His, his, his battery was basically 50%. It was pretty much half-lifed. It had served its purpose. It needed to be replaced. His system, I'm sure, was running slow, and he you got know. a new battery for 15 whole bucks. That's why I joke about these Apple replacement batteries being a $4 battery for 80 bucks that they've now discounted to 29 bucks. And uh, Senator Thune is wondering if you can get them for free, for crying out loud. What's up, Bob? What do you want to say? I forgot. That's okay. We're going to step out for a quick break and get some more of your calls. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Stefan in New Britain, hang on. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And uh, here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns and uh, we're talking a lot about iPhone batteries and the fact it's blowing up all over the world. I mean, uh, the country of France is looking at this. There's like 30 class action lawsuits against Apple. A couple other countries are looking uh, in their in their consumer protection divisions are looking at just the approach Apple took here. Um, and again, we had that caller who had to make all that appointment time to New Haven. Take all that time out of your day. To go down and see if your iPhone battery is good or not. And then when it comes in, he's got to do it again. Yeah. I mean, Apple doesn't have an app for that. I mean, I think I heard Ray Dunaway talking about some sort of new app um, that'll tell you, you know, on your phone, if you if you scan your refrigerator, what kind of you know recipe you can make. But for some reason, you don't know how, how good your battery is in the device that you're using to scan. I just don't accept it. It, it, it It's impossible that Apple... Couldn't have done a better job. We, well, we know why they didn't do a better job. Let's go on to Stefan in New Britain. Hey, Stefan. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. I have a Android question. Sure. Now, uh, in order to not get a virus in my phone, I got Defender and uh, Vast. That's a lot of uh, antivirus on your phone. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm running them both. Uh, Is that going to sl- be an issue? It could slow your system down. I would pick one or the yeah, other. Yeah, I noticed that. So just pick one? Yeah, pick one or the other. Okay, because uh, they're the free versions. I didn't pay for, you know, whatever these are. Yeah, ESET has a good tool as well. It's free. Um, you know, any but don't do a bunch of them. I think it's going to affect performance. Okay, because I, I heard you recommend a vast. And I heard defend. I'm not sure if I've a, a recommended a vast. I joke about it because it just reminds me of a pirate. Um, okay. But uh, you know the, comp- the the tools we recommend. We try to find affordable ones. You know ones that are going to be free. In this case, ESET is a mm-hmm. high end enterprise grade uh, antivirus tool that offers a, uh, an Android um, tool for free. Uh, oh, it's it's for oh really? Okay. Yeah. So Avast, I mean, we see it out. We see it out there. We don't have any comments for or against. But as long as but you have actually, something, is good. Go ahead. Actually, I do pay for them because there is a charge. Oh, uh, so then you are paying for a professional then. Yeah. But just run one of them. You don't need. Okay. Second major question. Uh huh. Now, what's the deal with encryption? What's the deal? Yeah. Well, the deal is that if your heart, if your phone is encrypted. 
um, and someone gets a hold of it, they can't see the data on it. Nice. So that keeps you secure. And you can turn on encryption on Android devices. You can uh, turn it on in, on Apple devices. Some of them, I think, now come defaulted as encrypted when you put your PIN code in. So it gives oh, you a little okay. security. So if you have any any personal data or information on your on your device, if someone else gets a hold of it, they can't do anything to see it uh, without your passcode uh, or or PIN or whatever uh, approach you took. I mean, maybe your face. <laughs> uh, they can't get into your system to see it. Yeah, I don't think they could do it with the face on on the phone that I have. Okay. Oh, okay. So it it just so if somebody gets a hold of it, they can't get into my phone right? right they can't see the data so there's a double-edged sword too if you forget your pin code nobody can help you either yeah oh so if you forget your pin code like you might as well throw the phone away yep pretty much oh. yeah there's there's no there's no back doors to these these uh encryption systems that's the uh whole reason they're there to protect you but don't oh. don't, lock, don't lock yourself out yeah yeah that that would be an issue yep all right um I want to thank you guys very much. All right, Stefan. You guys have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Encryption's important these days. Um, it's also being used as a weapon. It's called, you know, they use the bad guys use uh, ransomware to encrypt your computer. So they trick you into encrypting your machine, and then they've got the code to decrypt it. That's how ransomware works. They don't have any of your data. All they've done is tricked you into encrypting your data. They haven't seen your data. They haven't touched your data. They have just tricked you into encrypting it, and they've got the key. That's what ransomware is so all about. So that you'll pay them like Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, Bitcoin <laughs> to get your uh, to get your it's data back. Data back. Um, not get it back to decrypt it, and that maybe be the problem with it, where people think too that that they have it. They don't have it. All they've done is locked it up on your devices, and you have to then pay for the key to unlock it. Let's go on to uh, Kevin in Rocky Hill. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Um, I have a question, I guess a little bit off topic. Um, looking at an all-in-one computer. Yeah. Just kind of condense things at home. Sure. And uh, the, with the operating systems, like the, or I don't even know if it's really an operating system, but the AMD versus the uh, Intel. Right, that, that's like the engine and not the operating system. So Okay, so how big of a difference is there? Um, well, the one I'm looking at is the AMD A12 series. I don't know how that relates to or compares to the iCore 5 or 7. We'd have to do some research ourselves because we don't do a lot with AMD. Um, uh-huh. But uh, you know, AMD is the competing processor. Early on in that meltdown inspector virus issue, they said they weren't impacted. Turns out they are. Um, but uh, they're just alternative approaches to, to processors. Uh, AMD tends to be a little less expensive. Um, so we can look at the different versions of AMD and give you an idea. But I'm sure if you also talk to the folks you're buying it from, they could give you the equivalents as well. Uh, you want an i <clears throat> excuse me, you want an i5 or better. Um, yeah, that much I've heard you say in the past. Yeah, don't get an i3 or less. Actually, I, uh, I found out one of our customers, <clears throat> excuse me, a long time ago, purchased a Celeron server, believe it or not. Um, you've got more power in your digital watch than a Celeron server. <laughs> so uh, stay away from those lesser processors. But uh, what's the price point that you're looking at, Kevin? Um, the one I'm looking at is, well, it's on sale, and it's, for, it's uh, $5.99. Okay. Um, so and it's, it's basically going to be for, you know, the kids are out of the house, basically. Yeah. Oh, you're so lucky. So it's just my wife and I just, you know, 
basic email and yep. just kind of banging around the internet kind of stuff. There's no gaming involved or anything like that. So. Yeah, it's nice and clean being an all-in-one. Yep. And is it touchscreen? Um, yes, it is. All right, there goes the clean factor. Um. So I was kind of <laughs> looking to get away from that because I just didn't want – I didn't see the – the need for it to right. begin with, right? And um, it seems like everything that I'm looking at is is touchscreen. I agree. It's difficult to find one that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it'd be it'll be impossible. So you may have to just go with the flow on that with the touchscreen. But, but um, I mean, I, I guess it's not a big deal if you're not using it, right? Yeah, if you're not touching it, yeah, it's not a big deal. You don't have to touch it. It's just the moment yeah. you point at a picture and something happens, you're like, ah, oh, I forgot the thing was a touchscreen. Gotcha. So you're gonna be dealing with that. Um, and your price point, you know, wise, it's it's coming one terabyte. Plenty of space. Eight, eight gigabytes of hard drive. Yeah. Um, of is RAM. Memory, is, is that yeah? That's plenty. That's plenty for what you're describing. You're doing with it. Yep, that's plenty. Sounds like okay. a good little and box. Then, um, it's it's made by it's Lenovo. Lenovo, yeah. Yeah. Um, how do they compare to like HP or something? Because we have an HP now. Uh, well, Tab is both a Lenovo and HP partner, so we see both of those types of vendors in our in our clients' shops, and um, they're both fine. They're both mail order. Lenovo used to be IBM. Le- yeah. Lenovo bought their laptop line. Yeah, and their server line. And their uh, desktop line, right? Yeah, and their server And the server line. Yeah, so Lenovo is a Chinese company uh, that bought the IBM brand. HP, still HP. Um, okay, so I would lean. Anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, they're reputable. I would lean toward okay. HP. That's just me. But, um, so look, okay. uh, just to look around. But you're in the right. You're a good price point for what you're looking to do. Um, I'm sure it's going to uh, perform. Just you know, if you want to send me that exact processor, I can try to compare it to for you. Get, send us an email at get help, and we'll try to see what that processor is related to as an AMD versus an Intel. But the retailer should be able okay. to tell you that too. Okay. And um, I, I guess the other thing is none of these come with. Um, like the Microsoft Office or Word or anything like that. So, is, is am I right by that they're all kind of like uh, online downloads now, and you're kind of paying a yearly fee for them now? So yes and no. They're gonna try to make sure you only see that rental approach, but you uh-huh. can still buy the Office Suite ones. And I would bet that if you guys bought Office 2016 today, and 2016, believe it or not, is the current operating system, uh, current Office Suite, even though it's the year 2018. If you bought Office 2016, I guarantee you and your wife can do Word documents for the next decade and not pay for a single thing more. Really? Yes. <laughs> they, Where's the price point for those? You're going to pay 250 bucks for a business version of it. I'm sure you could pay a little less for a home version of it once. Uh-huh. Pay for it once rather than renting it for eight, ten dollars a month forever right if you want to pay forever up to you but if that's not what right, i want to do if it's 10 bucks a month yeah, month that's um 120 bucks a year for, yeah. yeah it's really a no-brainer to just buy it but they're trying to get you to rent it forever but you still can awesome. just buy it and of course eventually if they're going to only force you to go to renting it there's going to be alternatives to office like uh what's open dns open office, open office uh yeah. that will offer you a free a compare a uh, competitor down the line too. So I just buy it if I were you, Kip. And and when I when I um, get this and bring it home and set it up, is that open DNS? Is that a is that really simple to follow to yeah. connect to the? Yeah, we'll have yeah. links up there for you on our on our computer talk site. Go to our links. We have instructions all the time as to how to uh, configure that, and that should be like the second thing you do is configure open DNS after you've got your 
Microsoft antivirus opera operational. And that's all. That's those are the first two things. Get the antivirus going and uh, get your open DNS going, and you'll be a lot safer. I gotta go, Kev. All right, thank you. Appreciate your time. You got it, sir. Thank you. We're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.